Hello everyone, my name is Tom Pounder and I'm the online campus pastor and student minister here at New Life Christian Church. And I love Christmas. As if you couldn't tell by every time I get on stage, I'm also talking about Christmas in my social media posts. I'm wearing things about Christmas. Look, I got a Star Wars shirt on about Christmas. I watch Christmas movies. I listen to Christmas music. I love Christmas so much. Well, in my own personal devotional time right now, I'm going through the Christmas story, and I love the Christmas story. I actually love the Luke version of the Christmas story the most. It's my most favorite version. But I want to share with you something that I've been reading uh, in three interactions that people have with angels. And I want to share with you those interactions uh, really briefly uh, today. See, in for, uh, Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38, we see the angel of the Lord appearing before Mary and tells her that she's going to be the mother of Jesus. Okay, in Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 16, we have the angels visiting the shepherds at night, telling them about the birth of Jesus. And then in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 24, we have the angel appearing before Joseph, encouraging him not to divorce Mary, but to uh, continue to be married to her and see how it all goes out. Well, see, there's two things that stood out to me in these brief interactions that they had. The first thing that stood out to me was that in every situation, well, actually in the two of the three, uh, they, the angel said, do not fear. Do not be afraid. We've come in peace. You know, as if like someone's ever, an angel's ever appeared to you and you shouldn't be afraid. I mean, honestly, if an angel appeared out of nowhere to me, I would be deathly afraid. So an angel saying, hey, listen, calm down. Do not be afraid. I think that was really important. Now, again, why he, they didn't say that to Joseph in his interaction? Well, I don't know. I, I think it was probably because he was in a dream and maybe he didn't get afraid in the dream. I don't know. But the reality is that the angel said, do not fear. But the most important thing that stood out to me was their responses to their interaction with the angels. Okay, for instance, I'm going to read the, the three responses. The first one's Mary, found in Luke chapter 1, verse 38. And Mary said, this is after the angel said that you're going to um, have a baby and you're going to call him Jesus. She said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Okay, so that was Mary's response. This is what the shepherds did after the shepherds said, Hey, listen, in the town of Bethlehem, there is a baby, and he's your, your Savior. And this is what they said in Luke chapter 2, verse 15. It says, When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they said, Let's go see it. Okay, the, the, let's, go, let's go see and then finally, Joseph's response uh, was Matthew chapter 1, verse 24. When Joseph woke up from his dream, he did what the angel said, um, and what well, uh, the angel had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. So they all listened and obeyed. They didn't know the full plan. They didn't know what was going to happen day by day. But they heard the word of the Lord, and they listened and they obeyed. And so what does this mean for us today? What does what their response mean for us today? Well, it means that if an angel appears to you, okay, it's okay to be afraid. But more importantly, our acts of obedience to God and His plan is so paramount for life change for us. Not just for us, actually, but for other people as well. Think about it. Mary's life's ch life changed. The shepherd's life changed. Joseph's life changed. It wasn't always easy, but their life changed. But more importantly, 
Our whole lives change. We know Jesus now because they were all obedient to God's plan. You know, think about all the countless lives that can be impacted by you and your obedience to God today. You know, in sports, there was a, a popular phrase a few years ago, and now it's still around, but it's called trust the process. You know, the Philadelphia 76ers, the basketball team, for years were just terrible. They were one of the worst teams in the league, and um, they needed a drastic change. And so they hired some new people, and they started drafting differently, and they had a plan that they put in place. And whenever the media got frustrated or whenever fans got frustrated in the slow process that it was taking for them to become losers to winners, they kept on saying, trust the process, trust the process. We have a plan in place and we're going to go in that direction. So trust the process. Well, in the same way, we need to trust the process with, with God. We need to trust his process. Jesus said he's come to give us life and life to the full. Well, sometimes it doesn't just happen just like that. We have to trust Jesus and obey Jesus in order to get that life and life to the full. And so it starts with us being obedient to God. It starts with us listening to him, spending time praying to him and asking him for his guidance. But then not just asking for it, but be listening for God to speak to you. Listen for the nudges on your heart that God is trying to reveal to you about which way you should go and where you should, where you should be doing this or that. We have to trust the process with him by spending time listening and praying with him. We have to trust the process and read the Bible. You know, we can find God's word is in the Bible. And if we want to know how to live a life and life to the full, we got to look at Jesus and how he lived his life and be obedient to what he did. Okay, How he acted, we should act as well. Love others as Christ loved us. Uh, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. It starts there. But we need to act as Jesus acted. We need to trust the process. Be obedient to that. If you want to experience that life and life to the full, you may not know it all how to do it one day after another, but if you trust the process and be obedient to God today, he's going to guide you tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And you're going to have that full life that Jesus promises you. So I want to encourage you today to trust the process. And to trust the process, it starts with being obedient to God and saying, yes, I may not fully understand the whole story and how it's all going to end up, but I'm going to trust you, Jesus, and I'm going to allow you to lead my life and see where it takes me. So that's your challenge today. Trust the process and be obedient to God today. All right, well, as we wrap up, if you've got stories or even if you've got questions about what it means to live your life and trust the process with Jesus, I would love for you to Put it in the comment section below or just send me an email, tomp at newlife.church. Listen, I'm praying for you. I'm encouraging you. And if there's anything I can do, feel free to let me know. Have a great day. Trust the process with Christ and be obedient to him and see where he leads you today.